0: The will to do springs from the knowledge that we can do. Doubt and fear are the great enemies of this knowledge, and he who encourages them thwarts himself at every step. He who has conquered doubt and fear has conquered failure. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jay Woodford, and you are listening to the Sales Hero Podcast. Here's my advice to you today. Walk away from the 97% don't talk like they talk don't act like they act don't go where they go don't specialize in what they specialize in throw away the blame list they cling to start you a new life Mike asks, what is the most important key to being successful at sales? Yeah, this is, this is probably the single most asked question I get and have gotten over the years and probably one of the biggest questions I think all of us ask. I mean, we're, coming, we're talking about sales. We want to know what the biggest single thing is so we can get to work on making sure that we have that dialed in. And this, to me, has always been an answer that's it's like a five, there's pretty much like a five-part answer. And you can't really have one without the other. It's not a, its not to me. It's just not as simple as breaking it down to a single, one simple thing that's going to make all the difference in the world. It's something that builds on it. On the answers, the components of the answer build on each other, and they all work together. And I came across this uh, without even knowing it through my experiences in sales, through my process of going through being completely incompetent to being competent when it came to sales, when it came to public speaking, when it came to communication, influence, and all that stuff. um, The answer I'm gonna give you is not sexy. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Uh, But the first part of it, of course, is that you have to be locked into a target. You absolutely have to be locked into a target and know exactly what it is that you want, and it has to be an obsession. And I hate bringing this up because I know that so many so many of you who are watching this have gone through personal development programs and sales training where they've talked about goals and they've had you go through some exercise where you sit down, you write down your goals and you did it, but you took that written down stuff and it ended up in your night table stand. You never looked at it again. It, never, it just became another thing that triggered feelings of failure for you. And so, excuse me, so as I'm going through this, I, that's not what I want to do. I want to help you understand the difference between something that is merely a wish, which is what most people's thing is. When I ask people like, what is your goal? I want to make $500,000 a year in commissions. And then I say on a scale of one to 10, how obsessed are you with that? And they'll give me an answer that's less than acceptable. It's less than 10, it's less than nine. And their actions map onto that. So most people recognize when you say, you know, we, everybody hears the quotes, you got to want it bad enough in order to succeed. And, and most people, if they're, if they're self-aware enough, are going to recognize, I probably don't want it bad enough. Like if they're willing to admit that to themselves, they're probably going to acknowledge, I don't want it bad enough. And that's a very scary thought because you know, I think every single one of us knows that unless we get past that, unless we have that desire and the appetite that's sufficient to drive us there, we are completely barred from having success in anything that we want to do, especially as it pertains to selling because selling is such a high stakes game. When you're out there in the field doing whatever it is that you're doing to drive sales, especially if you're involved in things like cold calling and you're really involved in the hustle, it takes an, an enormous amount of energy to continue on and keep doing it every single day and we recognize if we don't have that that level of appetite, we're never going to get there. So, <clears throat> a lot of people face the reality that I don't, I don't want it. Maybe I don't want it bad enough because I'm sitting here playing solitaire on my computer instead of picking up the phone or going and seeing businesses. If you do, if you're in B 2 C sales, B 2 B sales, and so you recognize there's something missing here, and I don't know how to get it. This is the thing, people. Struggle. One of the biggest things that I've seen myself struggle with until I understood this and that most people struggle with because they don't even know that there's an answer is how do I I actually acquire the belief that it takes to become successful and how do I acquire the appetite that it takes to become successful because every single one of us has in us the ability that if we want something bad enough, we get to that point where we want it more than anything, we want it more than life itself, that's where the magic happens. And, and people are wondering constantly, how do I get myself to that point? Because I feel so far away from that. That The answer to that, I'm going to give you real simple from what I've learned. Uh, it's profound. And I didn't come up with it. Uh, so I can say that, that it's profound. It's something that we could talk about for hours on end. And I'll get into it in another video. But how we develop that the obsession to do something is by obsessing over something. is thinking about it constantly, living it out in our imagination constantly. What would it feel like to have what it is that I wanna have? What would it feel like? How would I function as being that kind of person? And then living it out constantly in your imagination, practicing it, role-playing, functioning as if that's how you are. And by doing so, that's gonna create the appetite to do it. It's just like anything else. Look at any other thing where you've developed an appetite for something. It's always this process. Write that word down. It's a process. It is not something, you cannot merely flip the switch so that you want something bad enough. And belief, interestingly, functions the exact same way. Everybody throws around these pithy statements about if you want it, you have to believe in it type of thing. Or whatever variation of that. And they talk about it as though it's something where you can just flip a switch and you believe. Like people talk to you as though, come on, man, you have to believe. It's like, it doesn't work that way. Beliefs are developed through process. Appetite is developed through process. It's not something that you just have. It just doesn't work that way. And so, this is why it is crucial to write down, get real clear what it is you want, why you want it, what about your situation that you freaking hate more than anything so that you have that fuel. Build off of that hatred because that's, that's a powerful motivator. That's more powerful than anything. What is it you hate about your current situation? Write that down. What's the solution to that hatred, to that, to that disgust that you have around that? And consciously take time in whatever capacity, I don't know how this plays out for you, to obsess about it, to sit down, listen to music that motivates you, that's powerful, that elicits an emotional response in yourself, and imagine this stuff. Obsess over it. At the beginning, it's going to seem like, it's going to seem like work, But over time, the more that you do this, the more that that's gonna happen. And here's the the key. Write this down, please. Do not start to try to think about how am I gonna do this, and this is the default thing, is what you're gonna struggle with, is you're gonna think about, here's what I want, but how do I get it? And you're not gonna, you may or may not, Probably not, most of you not right off the bat are gonna be able to see a way how you're gonna get it. You're gonna get frustrated and then you're gonna to wanna to throw in the towel and forget about the whole thing because it's just gonna be chalked up to another one of these exercises that you've done before, probably if you've been around for any length of time, that just was one more failure on the books. So you have to trust this process. This, the key here is to develop the obsession around what it is that you want. You've gotta get there because selling like anything else that you want to do at a high level. If your appetite is not on a scale of one to a hundred, if your appetite is not at 100, you're dead in the water because you're going to face challenges and adversity and things of that nature that think of climbing up a hill and you need a certain level of energy and fuel to get up and over that hump. If you don't have that through being obsessed, which is where all this comes from, if you don't have that, you're not going to have the energy to overcome all those things. So this is the absolute bottom line prerequisite to, to success and everything else that that I'm going to share with you as it pertains to sales and, and really anything. I mean, you can have all the talent, you can have all the strategies, and this is what so many people spend so much time chasing after is, is tactics and strategies and, and all these different things. That they can do throughout their selling process, but they don't under, They don't have the foundation behind how is it, how am I going to be able to execute on this successfully, and so that's where having an obsession is. Job one, absolutely job one without question, and the next thing that comes alongside of that is very closely related is belief. Building belief is done the exact same way, and. Again, this is another thing which I'm sure I'm going to spend. I'm going to probably be repeating a lot of this stuff and talking about it way more in depth because I believe that that developing the sufficient appetite to get what it is you want to get, to do the things you want to do, is so vital. You're done with that. I've said that already. Belief is the other thing. Because it's one thing to have the desire to, to want to be successful, but if you don't have if you don't have some measure of, of, a, of accompanying belief behind it, all you're going to do is feel this deep, depressing disappointment because in your heart of hearts, if you don't have that belief, I can never have that. And it's it's just such a, it's a devastating feeling. So, the two have got to match. And I will, I know I've shared this before, but some of you are going to be watching this for the first time. Um, the way that I developed the the obsession and specifically the belief and i didn't even know what it wasn't this wasn't intentional whatsoever when i got started in in real serious selling at the age of 19 uh, i latched onto some people who were getting the results that i wanted to get and the ones who had the style that that matched kind of my style that i could map my way of operating Onto that in a way that would be natural without changing who I was as a person, I started to emulate the ways that they would ask questions and the ways that they would communicate and all that stuff. And one of the things that I just ended up doing, completely by accident, was when I was traveling. I spent a lot of time driving, and I would I would practice my sales pitch over and over and over again in the car, listening to music, but I'd keep I'd I'd practice my pitch. And here's what that did for me. I would practice the things that I saw other people doing that I knew led to success. That, to me, became the thing that started to build the belief that I could actually function in that capacity. Because here's the thing, and here's what I learned years later through diving into the psychology behind a lot of this, and the actual science behind it, was that the nervous system cannot tell the difference between a real experience and one that's imagined vividly. Write that down. That is one of the most profound quotes because it, it's the answer to this. The nervous system cannot tell the difference between a real experience and one that is imagined vividly. So when I was practicing and role-playing with myself and engaging in these successful interviews, sales, sales interviews in my car, insofar as my subconscious and my, and my nervous system and all that, whatever, whatever the mechanics are that's going on there, it was being recorded as a win, as a successful sales interview and interaction. And so that gave me the belief that I could do it and that, I kid you not, was the most powerful, most important thing that I've ever done as it pertains to getting good at selling really freaking fast because it gave my mind, when you're in this situation, when you're, when you're in this sales interview, you're in a pressure situation, you are not going to, I could tell you all the techniques in the world. I could tell you everything that's gonna work. And anybody else who's good at sales can do that for you. But when you're in the when you're in the pressure of a selling situation, whether it's a cold call or face-to-face meeting or whatever it is, however that plays out in your world, you are going to revert back to what you are most comfortable with doing, which is what you've always done. So you through doing this process of practicing and role play, you're starting to you're starting to rewire your brain and you're starting to create these patterns of handling yourself, and you're going to find that you're going to naturally do this stuff in the sales interview, and you're going to be blown away with how you even managed to do that. You're not even going to know where it came from, but that's how this works. So, I hope that wasn't too uh, convoluted for you, but the problem that I see a lot of times is, like I said, people spend so much time trying to find techniques, they're trying to understand how how to make this move in this situation, all that stuff, and they spend zero time practicing. If you're familiar with golf, if you're familiar with things like martial arts, you never take a technique into the fight. You never take a new a new um, swing mechanic out into the golf course, especially into a tournament, because it's not going to work. You have to practice it. So, spending the time to develop an obsession, spending the time to develop the belief, and here's the key Understand the principles of what it takes to communicate successfully. Learn how to ask good questions, which we're gonna, I'm going to get into a lot of this stuff over time. I have some content on the channel around that. Learn how to communicate. Learn the mechanics of, of asking questions. Learn the mechanics of being able to read people and understand where they're at. And some of these principles to break the ice and change the pattern as far as if things aren't going right. And have the right understanding of, of what a successful sales interview is. A successful sales interaction does not equate to a sale. That's a huge thing that that 95% of salespeople need to internalize because they get into the selling situation and their default mode of, of thinking is that if I don't convert this person to a customer, I've failed. Wherein the reality is is the vast majority of the people that you're going to talk to, you don't they shouldn't be your customers. You don't want them as your customers. So you have to get that internalized and understand and one of the things that I like to talk to people about and that I've practiced for years since almost day one because I learned this from people that were doing well and they were having a good time doing it was that your customers have to jump through hoops if they're going to become your customer they have to jump through hoops and we'll get into that how to qualify them properly and really qualify I don't mean just we're going to talk about this and have phony posture about it it's really like if you don't if you can't check these boxes you cannot be my customer Simple. So having the right principles and understanding of how to do it and then taking that and practicing it. The power is in the practice because that is where you're gonna build the belief that I can do it. And when you have the belief that you can do it, every one of you that's watching this, you have the seed within you to have that desire to be at a hundred percent, to be that ruthless person that has guts like you wouldn't believe to say and do the things that you know you need to do in order to become successful. And that's what every single one of you admires about somebody who's successful at sales, is they have the guts to ask the tough questions and have the tough conversations. And too many of you are wimping out constantly on that stuff because you're really scared you're going to lose a sale. It's, It's a mindset thing. You can't beat yourself up and think that that's something that's indicative of who you are as a person or that there's something wrong with you or this is just how I am. It's not. It's your perspective. we just got to change the way that you see things and everything else is going to change. So I'm getting all over the place here because it's such a big answer. It's such an important thing. It's something I'm so passionate about, especially, again, I know it's not sexy. It's not that appealing. Uh, The practice. You'll go nowhere without practice. You will not go anywhere without practice, I believe role-playing in practice, is the absolute unequivocal foundation to becoming successful at sales, marrying that with actual action. Because too much practice without action will just cause paralysis. So knowing the principles, the techniques, the strategies, all that stuff, good um, questioning strategies, and then practicing that stuff. Because again, your nervous system can't tell the difference between a real experience and one that's imagined vividly. You engage in these success, successful interviews and successful sales interactions in a in a non pressure environment, which is where you learn ber- uh, where you learn the best. By the way, that is scientifically proven. You don't learn. People do not learn well under pressure. Um, and I love the quote backing this up that. You can throw a man into water, he'll learn how to swim, but he will not learn how to become an Olympic champion swimmer because the mechanics will be so messed up, so rigid, he will not know how to do this in a way that's exceptional and this is the same with, with sales. Learning how to do these things, forcing yourself to have the discipline if that's what it takes at the beginning. Ideally, you'll do these things because you have because you're obsessed enough that you want to do it. And that's what I found with myself. I was clear on what I wanted. There, it, there was no doubt there. I knew that it's a process. I'm going to go through a lot of failure. I suck ass right now, but that can cha- that's going to change. Just like everything else in our life that we've all done, we suck at everything, but it's a process. Um, it was the obsession that drove me to engage in practicing and role playing with myself constantly. I, every time I got in my car, I, that's what I wanted to do. I would I would go places where I felt comfortable to go for a walk where I knew I was alone, wouldn't feel like a freak and role play. And I wanted to do that so much because I came out of those sessions feeling on top of the world. It was the single best way that I was able to turn around my mood if I felt down, felt like I was, you know, a failure and just felt depressed, which we all go through. Every single, I don't care who it is. Everybody goes through that. You are gonna have heartbreaking days. You've had heartbreaking days. You've had days where you felt like giving up. You're gonna have more of those. This is the single best uh antidote to that that I've found for myself and I think that most people who are self aware that engage in this type of thing will say that it is because you go from having these failure experiences or a lot of times as you didn't even screw up. You've you've gone through this process of practicing failure, right? You before you're gonna go pick up the phone, before you're gonna go into that big meeting, you're already rehearsing failure in your own mind. And so you've created this massive discouragement that is nothing but a fictitious, fictitious projection that you've created in your own mind. I've done it a million times, and the only way to get out of that is to practice a successful interview. And to understand, again, going back to what I just said, that the, a successful sales interaction is not based on whether or not you move on to the next step and you're moving toward a sale. It's qualifying whether or not getting an answer. What's the next step? Are we going? What's, what are we, is this a yes or a no? Both are equally valid because you're going to have to go through a certain amount of no's to get the success that you want to have. Taking on customers, for most of you, that are not qualified to be customers is just going to be a major time thief and a pain in the ass and something that's going to be a serious drain on your energy, which is completely antithetical to success. You only have so much energy in a day. And this is another thing that successful salespeople and business people understand: is I only have so much energy; I better use it wisely. Whereas everybody, everybody else wants to think that I have all the energy in the world, and that's what that's what champions do. And it's not the case. It's it's management of these things. All right. So recap: got to be obsessed. Got to have belief. And you gotta you gotta build those things based on practice shadow selling, selling to your shadow, practicing, in your car, wherever, under any circumstances, and having the framework to build off of for that practice is, is vital. And understanding that success in sales is not always getting yes. A lot of times it's going to be getting to know as fast as you can, so that you can move on and find the right ones. Tons more that I can talk about on this subject, but we'll leave it at that for now. Uh, you can listen to this on, I'm probably going to put it up as a podcast on SoundCloud. Um, so if you're in your car, listen to it. Should have a, probably probably will create a download link in there so you can listen to it. Uh, put it on your phone so you're not using data, whatever. I just want to make this stuff as accessible as I can. If you can please email me, contact me, you can contact me through my Facebook page facebook.com forward slash Woodford. Uh, you can message me on SoundCloud. Tell me what this means to you, okay? Comment on this. That's actually another, probably the best way. Comment on this on the YouTube channel that this is on because I read that stuff. I need that for the fuel to be able to do this because if I can make a difference in just one person's life, this is worth it to me. So please, if you like what you hear here if this is making a difference for you if this has triggered the light bulbs the life-changing light bulbs for you like it did for me years ago let me know and don't forget to subscribe and throw a thumbs up if you think that this is good okay so thanks for coming out i'm gonna be trying to do this regularly uh go through the rest of the content on here and uh kick some ass you got this it's a mindset thing Whatever you're struggling with, it's just right here. And that can always be changed. Don't buy into the lie that I'm the sort of person that can't do sales. Because you can. It's all perspective and how you see things. See you later.